Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where there's no offseason, and we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Today's date is the 20th day of July 2017, and I'm recording from the Sully Baseball studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. This is going to be a special edition of the Sully Baseball podcast. I'm not going to be doing a team that should have won. I just got off the phone with friend of the podcast, Aaron Dolan. Aaron Dolan's been the guest on many podcasts that I've done, including episode number 1000, which was the live podcast that I did back in the summer of 2015. Now, Aaron Dolan is the fiancé now. At the time, was simply the girlfriend, but the fiancé of Sean Doolittle. Former Oakland A's pitcher Sean Doolittle, all-star from 2014, who has been traded from the Oakland A's to the Washington Nationals. The A's figured having a left-handed setup man was a, well, was a luxury they could afford to trade, and off he went along with Ryan Madsen to the Washington Nationals. Now, on paper, this is a great, great move for both the Nationals, the A's, and for Sean Doolittle. The, the A's trimmed payroll, got some young players in their roster. The Nationals filled up holes in their bullpen, and Sean Doolittle went from a non-contending A's team to a Nationals team that is all but certain to not only win the National League East, they're running away with the National League East, but could go very, very far in this year's postseason. But guess what? They're human beings as well, and they're logistics that happen when suddenly in the middle of July, you have to go from Northern California to Washington. What do you do with your home? How do you find out? What happens with your loved ones? What happens to your dogs? What, how do you find out that it happened? Who do you talk to there? These are all the logistics of a mid-season trade that I wanted to talk to someone who is quite frankly, living in the middle of it right now. The trade happened earlier this week, and there is the, the Nationals have yet to play at home since the trade. So Sean actually hasn't played a game in Washington yet. He's played and did well against the, A's, uh, the Angels sorry, in Anaheim, and now they're going to be playing the Diamondbacks. So I called up Aaron Dolan today and wanted to chat with her a little bit about what this experience has been like to go suddenly from an A's home to a Nationals home. And we had, as we tend to, a conversation that meandered and hit a couple interesting points. But I think it'll be rather enlightening as you hear what we talked about and how it unfolded. It was a conversation on the phone, so obviously it sounds like we're on the phone because we are on the phone, so it may not be as clear as some of the other. But I think you'll enjoy this conversation and the points of view from Aaron Dolan, former A's fiance, now Nationals fiance. <laughs> hey, um, do you remember when you did my live uh, on camera podcast and you told the yes. story about you buying a Washington Nationals jersey? I did, and how fortuitous that was that I did because I still have it. <laughs> Holy Toledo. I know. I know. What are the odds? <laughs> that was like one of the first things I thought. Of. I was like, I already have the hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and 
Didn't you? You know what? This is actually good. Everything else should be easy after this. I've got the hat, so the move across the country should be fine. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. um, I, I, I totally already... forgot. I had forgotten that I told you that story because it's such yeah. a crazy bone story that I was like, you know, in my haste and, you know, fear and panic, I, I just was like, I guess we're doing this. Okay. See, that's one of the few stories. Order. Yeah. That's one of the few <laughs> stories you've ever told me that you didn't first hear from me. So that was. <laughs> that I pass off as my own. Yeah. Called a manual retweet. I do that in person. <laughs> so, so this is uh, this is absolutely surreal. I think Sean in the last few yeah. years was brilliant in being on the disabled list on the trade yeah. deadline, so he couldn't yeah, yeah, be yeah. traded from the A's. A but, smart uh, move, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but this year he uh, he decided to stay healthy and be effective. Knock and, on wood. Uh, I hope you're knocking on wood right now because I didn't hear oh, in the background. No, but, but he's, he, he's, he's been effective this year. He's, he's done well this year. And, and yeah, yeah. And, you know, just happened to be healthy on July. And, uh-huh. uh, and his name kept popping up. And Yeah. Was there a, let's just get down to brass patches. Was there a sense of inevitability about this or was there still a sense of surprise? You know what was weird is I think there was a sense of inevitability just like in little things, but that might have been confirmation bias on my part because I tend to see patterns where they don't you know, necessarily exist, um, which is why I study theology. Um, but I, I, I noticed like little things at the Colosseum and like, you know, they, they stopped putting up um, pictures of him, like banners of him <laughs> um, at the Colosseum. They didn't ask him to do as many like marketing things or like commercial stuff. Um, they stopped selling his jersey in the team store, which might have been because he's been on the DL and he's a middle reliever. Like, you know, maybe it wasn't like a hot seller flying off the shelves, but, um, you know, it wasn't sold in the team stores. Um, so, you know, you had to get that specially made. So um, I was like, maybe there's something going on here because in the past I, I've seen that happen and that's sort of been the what, what's followed. Um, but, the other sense of inevitability, you know, you never know because even when he was injured, there were still trade rumors in the past, um, which was very strange. Um, but I had actually set a Google alert on his name plus the word trade, and <laughs> I was getting hundreds of responses every day, you know, just because I wanted to stay on top of it. Like, you know, is this real? Is this legit? You know, was it some, from some sports blog, like fan, you know, buzz dot biz or whatever like you know that's nothing but if it's like ken rosenthal verbally you know says this team is interested and whatever then that's a little more you know i can start packing (laughs) so that's what we started doing and between school and work that i'm doing it's you know you know what it's like to work full-time and go to school full-time yeah grad school and and continue to follow baseball you turn into a crazy person and you just want to stay you try to stay on top of things as much as you can and try to stay ahead of the curve. That was not intended. I'm sorry. It's not That's all right. I'll I, I let it slide. I'll let it slide. Right. <laughs> Sean doesn't have a curveball, so you know that pun was not intended. Um, I just, you know, you try to stay on top of it and not really unpack and all of that. But otherwise, I don't know if it was inevitable, but lefty reliever, I mean, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, you you very grac- you and Sean very graciously invited me to your 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 place 
uh, last year, and and yeah. it was it was. I'm not going to give everyone the address, but it was shockingly close to AT and T Park when the it giant was, needed yeah. relief help. And I kept thinking, <laughs> um, I know a place that could be really convenient for you to. Live. Yeah, it was. Um, well, that actually came into pro- that was we used to be closer to AT and T, and that was way worse when they had like their championship parades and stuff. Or we were trying to move out of our apartment. That was always awkward because we let bounced in the postseason, and they ended up winning, but. You know, it was like we're trying to move out on the same day as the parade. I hate, I think Market I hate, Street's closed. <laughs> I hate to say this, but which time that you were bounced out of the playoffs and the Giants won? Which, which, which even numbered year? Yeah, yeah, twelve and fourteen. Yeah, that was rough. But uh, we managed to make our way out a little bit earlier than the last couple of times. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, the, you know, we recently moved to Oakland um, this year for the first time, which was amazing. Um, you know, because San Francisco just happened to be a better renter's market, um, believe it or not, for short-term <laughs> rentals in the past. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, only twenty-four grand a month. It was an incredible deal. Um, but no, it was it was just a lot easier um, in the past. But this year we found a really good spot in Oakland, and then of course three months later, um, we're packing up. I mean, when I was over at your place, I'm going to say yeah. this kindly: there was a lot of Oakland A's crack. Around, um, including a a dark Vader yeah. helmet of the color of the A's. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, that was my first priority was spray painting that red and blue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your priority. You, 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 you know, not where you're gonna live. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> no, it's funny. You know, you don't think about it, but it's funny what goes through your head when something like that happens, like a huge sort of upheaval. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not complaining. I don't want to complain about something like this. It's such like a, excuse the term, it's such a like a blessing. We're very lucky to have what we have mm-hmm. and the opportunities. But, you know, there's like little things where you're like, you don't even think about it. And uh, they don't tell you that your brain goes to weird places when you find out, you know, within, you have to move within 24 hours. You're like, I just bought, I just bought almost ripe ripe avocados yesterday. Like, they're going to be ready in, like, two days. They're going to be really good. Like, what do I do with those? And, like, well, at least I saw that Washington Nationals hat that I ordered four years ago, and we thought he was going to be traded there. Like, it's just weird where your brain goes. Yeah. But those avocados are still... Are they good? Are they... they, they I don't know. We left. We moved out on Tuesday. We moved out Monday night. I'm sorry. (laughs) These are the things that, that... one of the reasons I want to talk to you because, like, as as a doofus like me, I think I you uh-huh. trade this guy for this and trade this person for that, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you forget <laughs> that, like, you know, that person was living somewhere. You know, they had yeah. some of them had kids in school, and and yeah, you know, you're thinking about what that. Oh, I don't know be. how they do it with kids. I can't imagine. Well, they must they must anchor them someplace. Like, yeah, okay, your my kids are going to school in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, because that's where yeah, I grew up. I mean, that's they. I think that's what most people do. Um, I think they just have like you know the wife or the girlfriend or fiance or whatever the case may be. They they live in like a a home base, and then no matter what happens, they just stick around there. Usually, it's Arizona or Florida, but. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's just really hard to unless you're a franchise player like you know a Mike Trout or you know Chris Bryant where you're. It's not nothing's guaranteed, but you know, you can feel pretty secure buying a home in your city that you play in. I used uh, to wonder when I was a kid rooting for the mm-hmm. Red Sox, and it seems like their hometown. 
and like only a handful of Red Sox lived in Massachusetts. I go, why are they yeah. living in California? And why well, they- yeah, there's no facilities there. I mean, there might be in in Massachusetts. I can't speak to you know training facilities in Massachusetts in the seventies uh, when you were growing up, but <laughs> I mean. Or the 80s. I don't know when you were growing Yeah. Um, 70s. You know, let's say 70s, you know. 70s and 80s. Like the 40s, was it? Was it the 40s? Like, which league was it? Was it still the American yeah, I was, yeah, 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 it was, it was not yet integrated. Um, <laughs> actually, it was the Red Sox. So I shouldn't was, laugh at was, that. I'm sorry. The Red Sox barely were integrated. So, I mean, that's yeah. a different story. <laughs> shouldn't really be laughing different. at that, but here we are. Here we are. Um, <laughs> sitting in a uh, hotel, the team hotel hallway right now next to a meeting space where there's a meeting going on right next door, and I'm sure they're like, who the hell is this shit talking to? <laughs> so but, so uh, you tell me the moment. I want to, This is what I'm yeah. curious about. Like, yeah. You had told me, like, in the past you had thought you had been traded to the, the Nationals, I believe, because someone yeah. sent a tweet to you saying, welcome to the Nationals. There were... Yeah, all of a sudden, I guess there was a trade rumor going on. Somebody, all they could confirm was that the Nationals had gotten a um, lefty reliever from the Oakland A's. And so we got just, we were just at dinner back, I think this was the winter of 2013. And uh, we, like, just moved into our place in Arizona and for the off season, and we were at dinner and all of a sudden we get, you know, barrage of tweets and stuff at us saying, welcome to the Nationals, we're so happy to have you. Um, or whatever it was, I don't know what, if they were saying happy. That might have been my projection that they were excited, but uh, they go ahead and <laughs> project away. Listen, I've lost my mind this week, so I'm going to do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so we were like, the woman was like trying to take our dinner order, and we're like, hold on, I think we have to move. And she's like, uh, I just asked for your drink order. <laughs> but um, so we, uh, I, in my haste, I was like, I, we still had like an hour gap in time when we were like, I guess it really happened because that's, we'd heard that that's how it happens. You sometimes, sometimes you do find out from Twitter. So I was like, you know, I guess this is happening. We had that dinner to process it. And, uh, and then we found out it was actually Jerry Blevins, the other lefty reliever for uh-huh. that they had um, acquired. So, um, so yeah, we, we obviously, you know, stuck around in Oakland, but this time, I guess Ken Rosenthal had tweeted out the night before that they were interested in Matson and, and Sean, and we were like, you know, whatever. We've seen a million, you know, rumors, and so yeah. we, he tries not – he doesn't pay attention to that stuff. I have 14 Google alerts um, on all of it, so <laughs> I do. <laughs> so if you take the amount of I'm like, listen, can spend... I buy avocados or not? That's all I need to know, Google. Let's, let's just let me know. Um, yeah, so so we. If you take the amount for, of if you take the amount of energy you spent on it, and the amount of energy he spent on it, divided by. Yeah, I'm two, in grad school right now, and yeah. I I should get six credit hours for this. Like, no kidding. Um, so and by the way, I'm in finals week right now of all times. I've got two classes. Of course. To, yeah, of course I am. Why not? Um, so you know we had seen that the night before, but Ken Rosenthal, there's a little more weight to when he says something. He has a source in you know everything. He's just. But but just, but but but. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. make sure it's Ken Rosenthal and not one of these fake sites. Where Can I tell you how many freaking fake sites? What's the point of doing a fake site? I don't site? know. Even I don't know. What do you? Who's it for? What do you get from that? What do you do? <laughs> it's all it does is it like I don't. Obviously, our first thought is not like Erin might be reading this. Like you know, yeah. someone might retweet this into her timeline and she might have a mild panic attack. Um, 
but yeah, I, I don't know what they do, but there were several of those. There was one for like the brewers. There were several for the brewers. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so Ken Rosenthal, obviously I checked to make sure it was verified and it wasn't Ken Rosenthal with the L like as a, the number one or whatever <laughs> they do to make it look like that. And, uh, <laughs> and so we were like, and a lot of people were tweeting about it and, you know, tweeting at me about that. And um, so I was like, okay, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe not. We still have until the 30th. So, um, but then I, I kept thinking about it and I couldn't sleep that night. And then, um, so I slept through my alarm on Sunday and I woke up to, it was a day game. So Sean was already gone at like 8 a.m. for the day game, the the one o'clock game. So I slept through my alarm and I woke up at about 11, which is unusual. And I looked at my phone and I had um, like 90 text messages and 15 missed calls from Sean. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, (laughs) like 15 voicemails because obviously he's not going to text that to me. and so it just so happened the last text I got was the first one that popped up. Then I saw and somebody like a friend of a friend of a friend was like, hey, Washington Nationals, huh? And I was like, okay, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and uh, I, so that's how it happened. Yeah. And then I and then I called Sean, which I should have done first, but um, I didn't. So, so he he's going on his way back. Yeah. So, the, I, mean, I, I mean, all I know about – trades is from mm-hmm. Moneyball in terms of That's what exactly. happened. <laughs> and Hill was in the office. It was weird. And, and there's enough truth spent in Moneyball that made me think, hmm. But yeah. was it, was it <laughs> like, did someone come up to Sean and say... I think so. Trade? I think he, yeah, he had seen the rumors, but he doesn't pay attention to those, like I was saying. And uh, yeah. So he wasn't thinking, his brain wasn't there. I guess, like, if it, it, theoretically like you know it can happen but you just like it's not you don't let your brain doesn't let it be a reality until it is a reality I guess um unless you're me and uh so he he was like you know eating breakfast at the field and doing all this stuff just his normal training stuff um and I guess Bob would call them into his office and um Bob Melvin and they had some you know people from the front office in there and they told him and so you you they do have to leave pretty soon after they're told, I guess, for contract yeah. liability, whatever. So he was like, yeah. all right, clean out the locker, head home. So yeah. uh, he did. And then the second he got home, we started packing. And um, we were out the next day by like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That must have been bittersweet. And, I mean, because, yeah. I mean, you guys have really embraced being – a member of the Oakland A's, not just the team, yeah. but the community yeah. and and yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. And and Sean, if I'm not mistaken, was the longest tenured member of the team. He was, yeah, ten years with the A's, six years, uh, six seasons in Oakland. That's unbelievable. So, he's, a grizzled, he's a grizzled veteran. I know, <laughs> grizzled thirty year old. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know it was hard, and so for the first, well, for that like twenty four hour period when we, you know. Um, had to uh, pack up all of our stuff and, and get to meet with the team in Anaheim, which of course we're playing Anaheim. Of course they let them face Mike Trout one last time, you know, yeah. <laughs> like perfect. For Anaheim, old time's sake. Anaheim. Yeah. For old time's sake. Just a nice send off, uh, ground out into a, turned into a run. That was fun. So, you know, I was like, we have 24 hours 
let's pack in as much Oakland stuff as we can. So we walk the dogs like all over as we were, you know, we should have been packing, but we were like, but everything we did, it was like so emotional. Like we were picking up dry cleaning. I was like, this is the last time I'm going to pick up dry cleaning from you guys. And they're like, uh, what's your order number? <laughs> they didn't care, but like everything we did, I was just, so it was really tougher than I thought it would be, yeah. you know, to say, you know, to, to, to leave in that scene in Money. I kept thinking of that scene in Moneyball where Billy Bean is driving away from the field and he's got the Oakland cranes in the back and he's listening to his daughter's song. And it made me think of the time you made me a video after the 2014 wild card game of Billy Bean driving, well, Brad Pitt driving uh, with the Monster Mash. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's my favorite song. And that's I know it is. was that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was hilarious. But that's what I was thinking as we were like driving past all the cranes and stuff, and it was just really a very surreal moment. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. But. And I'll tell you, it, for me, even from my standpoint, I've always checked in on the A's, even even when they haven't played very well in the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah. And you know, just and to check to see if Sean's playing well. There's a lot of players there that I do root for. I found yeah. it very, very easy to root for some of the players on the team and everything. Absolutely. And Absolutely, yeah. I found myself checking on them the other day, going like, oh, well, yeah, I, there's, yeah, there's uh, Healy, and yeah, that's, there you go. Mm-hmm. And, that that uh, name we've all known for so many years, all those and, familiar names. <laughs> and you're going to a completely different league, completely different race, completely mm-hmm. different, you know. It's oh, just, yeah, they're on a trajectory, and it's like, you can either get on or yeah. you hurt the process. Like you're hurting the trajectory. So that's like, there's, there's no third way with right. bringing in a reliever into a, you know, first place team on, with that level of momentum. I know you don't believe in momentum or anything like that, but. Um, I, I don't, I don't disbelieve it. I think it's mm-hmm. overrated. I think yeah, that, no, I, no, I know. Yeah. I, I agree. think you I, can I show me, you can show me, but there is a, where, there's where an unquantifiable team, energy. Right. You can show me this where teams seem to be spiraling and maybe there's kind of a communal panic. But I yes, also have yes. seen teams that have seemed like they're spiraling and the next thing you know, they win the World Series. I mean, that's, yeah. I, so, I mean, there's two, there, there are instances on both sides. I think that mm-hmm. it's there. I think that it's usually very easy to to find in retrospect. Like, yeah. oh, that was the moment. That explains that, yeah, like, you, it's, but it is one of those unquantifiable things where it's, you know, you can't put your finger on it. But there is an energy about the, you know, the, the, the direction that they're headed. Um, and yeah. with a reliever specifically, you're either on board or you're there to hurt the, the process. And so well, that's, you know. And with Washington's recent history, mm-hmm. uh, there mm-hmm. has been a ton of bullpen meltdowns. Yeah, that have happened. Yeah. You can point to saying that it could be you, we could be talking about the Nationals as the even year team, had yeah. it not been for a, an epic meltdown in 2012, uh, mm-hmm. a pretty substantial meltdown in 2014, mm-hmm. and then you know last year they had the lead at home, Scherzer pitching, yeah. and they yeah. lose. I mean, so I mean you can point to you know all these times saying like you know they're still talking about whether or not they should have shut down Strasburg in 2012. And the reason Unreal. they can still talk about that <laughs> is because they're talking about whether or not Josh Reddick should have swung at ball four in yeah, Detroit I'm, in 20. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, man. So I know all about old narratives and trying to oh. combat that. And, you know, who knows if it's real or not. I tend not to believe in narratives. I tend not to pay attention to them. But there's just something uh, – it's it's it becomes a physical force if you let it be, you know, yeah. to sort of because- overcome. You're talking to a Red Sox fan here. I mean, it yeah, was well, of, yeah. people were talking about <laughs> World War One. Did, did, did Grady Little leave him in because of a decision made in 1921? What? What? Yeah, he had trench foot. They shouldn't have left him in from yeah, the war, you yeah. know? Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's one of those things where you have to kind of like either choose to contend with it or not. And uh, sometimes I guess it's going to contend with you whether you so, acknowledge it. Your first moments with mm-hmm. the Washington as being a member of Washington. Now mm-hmm. you're not. You're, yeah. This is. I mean, you 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 immediately Which I found out. I really knew very very little about, only because there could not be a league farther or a team farther from, or I guess a division farther from the AL West than the than the NL East. You know, I yeah. really knew nothing about that. Um, it's just the games are at different times. You know, I'm still yeah. working. I can't really watch. You know, it's just I wouldn't have been able to follow it. I know a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I didn't know about, like, I don't know, the intricacies of it. Well, you have, you're you now playing for Johnny Baker, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Dusty. <laughs> Dusty, yes. Dusty Baker, who uh, is, uh, has had a wonderful career as a yeah. manager, and yeah. he, he is missing one thing on his resume right now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just to make us all feel old, that little kid who ran across home plate got drafted this year. So yeah. <laughs> it yeah, makes me true. feel makes me feel really old right now. Right, but, right. Um, so what was when you enter the like you say right now? You're are you in Anaheim right now? If I would no, you, I'm in Phoenix right now. Uh, okay. I flew into Phoenix last night to pack up. We have um, our we used to live our off season home in. in the Phoenix area. Um, so we still, we don't have a house here. We never bought a house, but we do have a storage unit of all of like our household stuff. So I'm going to go through our storage unit this weekend. And so you live like, you live like the Muppets in the Muppets take Manhattan. You live in a giant storage unit. I'm so glad you made that. Yeah. I'm so glad you made that analogy because I didn't think anyone else would get that. <laughs> you know, the Muppets and Muppets take Manhattan. Listen, <laughs> a lot of similarities you- there. Yes. Yeah. So all of our stuff is in storage units, um, and uh, you know, this one in 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 Phoenix. I, I was able to get the one in in Oakland altogether and sent out to DC. But I have to get this one in Phoenix because we don't know when we'll be back here. Wow. You know, certainly not for the off season. So when you go, like, so when you go to the, I mean, these are all sort of like basic questions, but like. Yeah, you like logistics. You, like, that's what you call for. Yeah, details, but right? actually, I'm fascinated by that because you don't. You just see, like, I've always been fascinated by the back of a baseball card, especially when a when a player changes teams. But you just yeah. think about it in terms of, oh, like, like it's a fantasy team. Like he fits this role here. There's an yeah. there's obviously in this, there. Yeah, you know, it's just a peg. Ryan Matson. Sean Doolittle filled two needs on the Nationals. Great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but you don't think about my avocados that I bought. No, your avocados. You, you don't. You don't think about the seven Haas avocados. Those are organic, too. You know, expensive. <laughs> and probably not available in the northern Virginia greater I know. Delway area. <laughs> the Delmarva, yeah. Do <laughs> so you, know you know anything about, about Washington? 
their avocados or oh like in general <laughs> or, so, or, or um, we'll start with avocados and move up move out yeah there. <laughs> branch out no i we actually weirdly every off season are um we take a vacation right after the season ends and we always um do it in dc every year for some um you know we just so happen to do it in dc every year um because they have so many you know cool museums and such a cool area um and then we take a day trip down to charlottesville to see his college uva stuff and his grandparents mm-hmm. are in williamsburg so we do colonial williamsburg every year the apothecary are they, at williamsburg are they like in, we're done with you are they in costume at all in the in the town they are yeah and we now we have to leave tickets for them every game it's a whole big thing i don't want to talk about it maybe in period guys <laughs> yeah the candle maker is going to be there in the washington nationals hat and everything else is period dress but we have to like so we, we know basically the region but like you know we know like the touristy stuff so my first right. thought was like does the smithsonian portrait gallery have a two-bedroom or like that was my <laughs> the only like, frame of reference i had so um the white house the white house that might be vacant in a couple months um yeah. so that might be available um off-season housing i shouldn't say that now i don't know what the fan base is like <laughs> great now you've jinxed us i've already done my part on that on that front yeah it's true that's yeah, so like <laughs> I did alienate some people with the Walgreens joke. Yeah, I mean you did the you did. I made I the Walgreens. I didn't know. I yeah, didn't I know. The, that's how that's how you prove it. You know nothing about the Nationals. Is you were telling was the oldest joke, joke on the planet, and the one I that rival that teams used to rib on them. Maybe yeah. that's where I got it from. I probably got it from you. Yeah, probably. That's where I get all of my baseball information. Okay. <laughs> For those of you following in here, uh, the I did a blog post uh, in 2010 about mm-hmm. why I think the Nationals, the, for a while they had an alternate hat that said D.C. on it. And I felt that, that should be the primary hat. Sure. Because it looks cool, though mm-hmm. the curse of W is based upon the second Senators franchise mm-hmm. uh, that the, ultimately became the Rangers, which had no success. Mm-hmm. Say for one winning season, they had no success in Washington. Yeah. So, so why are we? And so I understand the first year you had no hats, you had to dust those off. But you know, yeah. now bust out the DC hats and those look cool. I think they look cool, yeah. But and, I, you know, I didn't know that. That yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, what I was saying is the other reason is the curse of W is the Walgreens logo. And it looks the same. Let's be. Can we be honest? It looks, it looks the exactly same, the right? same. Yes. I feel. If Minnesota did the Golden Arches, all of a sudden people yeah. can take note of that. Right, know? right. But what I didn't know is that's like a sore spot. That's sort of a sensitive topic for like, I guess it's like a rival NL East, um, rival, you know, sports trash talk. I didn't know that. So I just was like, you know, I made a Walgreens joke. and uh, You know what? The reality was it was only like two people who tweeted back at me, but it was enough to make me feel like that. It was enough to hurt. It was enough to hurt. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It <laughs> cuts to the quick. So I deleted it, and I felt, you know, I it wasn't even that bad. All I said was, like, can somebody Photoshop my Twitter picture with the Walgreens logo or whatever? And, um, yeah. you know, I guess they have a sore spot for um, baseball jokes because, obviously, the Expos thing. And Sean's yeah. like, just don't make any Expos jokes. Please, please, please. Yeah, just, just <laughs> do a little homework. He's like, please don't start tweeting your tweets in, like, you know, French and then English for the Montreal. <laughs> Bonjour, <laughs> national! 
You're looking for you're looking <laughs> for, for an apartment in Quebec, you know. I was like, listen, I have a French degree from college that I'm still paying off, so I will happily tweet my tweets in French as well. <laughs> so when when you do get traded to another organization, are yeah. there people there who like reach out to you to help you find a place to sort of or at least get you set up, or are you just totally on your own? I was, um, there might be, but if there is, Sean has been holding out on me. Um, I could have used that information. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just Googled what's near the stadium and looked for, I know, I was like, Watergate, that, is that open? That have they no. redone Watergate yet? Yeah. <laughs> so, incidentally, they have gorgeous new building. Um, but I just Googled what's near sort of, uh, in the area and I just, Sort of did it blindly. I'm sure that they do have a contact, but you know, we've done this so many times where we've looked for new housing that, um, you know, in new buildings, new areas um, that, you know, it wasn't like the end of the world. The, the hard thing is is finding uh, lease terms. That's like the hardest part is finding. Right. You know, can you do six months? Can you do four months? We don't know. You know, because like let's say, I'm of course knocking on wood. Um, they go to postseason, all of that. We don't know when that's going to end. Um, we want, you know, we're playing in November ideally, and so we don't want to move out straight away. So we're like, and then after that, you know, who knows? You get traded again. So do we rent for six months? Do we rent for? We don't know. But um, at any rate, so yeah, that the hardest part is finding a short-term deal that'll let us do it. So, um, wow. but yeah, we're still we're trying to plan a wedding too. So we found yeah. a place that, yeah. <laughs> Well, where's the wedding going to be? At this point, the DMV. Um, <laughs> I have, I have, and that's like the, Sean was joking. He's like, okay, so first things first, like if he got home literally the day after, the, you know, an hour after he found out, and he's like, okay, we need to triage here, like priorities, what's priorities, we need to pack, we need to do this, and he was joking. He's like, we need to pick out place settings, we need to come up with a final guest list, we need to, <laughs> so. Need to pick tea lights. Don't forget the tea lights. But yeah, that's obviously that. I mean, you can't make me care about place settings at a wedding, and so especially not when I've got, you know, a full time job, full time school. This yeah. move, you know, you can't make me care about wedding details. I won't. I can't do it. Like you know, it just doesn't matter. Like you know, this is my take on weddings. It's like we all die someday. So <laughs> that's actually going on our invitation. This is no. all. None of this matters in the long enough timeline. And, Boy, uh, are you writing yeah. your vows? I see. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, we were talking to the wedding planner for the first time a couple months ago, and she's like, "So, what do you want to do for? You know, what's your thoughts about weddings in general?" And Sean was like, "They're an exercise in narcissism," and I was like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, 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 but they can be fun. Yeah, yeah. Werner Herzog is uh, obviously <laughs> a big Werner Herzog fans. <laughs> well, are you? That'd be good to have one of his films playing, like the Gary Wrath of God playing in the background of the wedding. <laughs> you two are shaking your vows, and Kinsky is throwing a monkey across the Amazon River. <laughs> My wedding planner emailed me like Monday morning, and she's like, "So we need to pick photographers." I'm like, "Fuck off!" Sorry, I was like. I love you, but please, I don't have time right now. <laughs> selfie sticks, just selfie sticks. Boom, 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 like, boom, boom, boom. I don't care. I don't care in any in perfect circumstances. I don't care. Just 
I'm so sorry. Like, I know you're trying to help, and I know that this is your job. And I'm like, oh, not now. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So now, one of the weirdest things, I mean, again, in, it, besides just you're going to be a resident of the Beltway for at least mm-hmm. half of July, August, mm-hmm. September. We know, I mean, look, the team has a... October and November, say it. October and yeah, November. October and November. November specifically, yeah. Um, they have I mean, they have an 11-and-a-half game lead. They're the only team in the division with a winning record at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say they're going to make the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the playoffs should start today, they would play mm-hmm. the Milwaukee Brewers mm-hmm. in the postseason. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Cubs, the Cubs are right on the Brewers' tail, and oddly, the solo the Pirates. I mean... Like yeah, how do you think that's going to play out? What do you think about that? Uh, I think the, you think the I Brewers think, can hold on? I think this is going to – a few years ago, the Brewers were in first place at the break as well. I remember, this, yeah. Th- this strikes am. me as one of those teams that are like, you the Brewers were in first place? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. I yeah, think it that, could go either way at this point. <laughs> I, I think that with all of the things that have gone wrong for the Cubs, the fact mm-hmm. that they're tied in the lost column with Milwaukee at this point. Right that it will only take a decent second half. And yeah. Milwaukee, who, this is kind of like Milwaukee, I said the same thing about Houston a few years ago, and, I, and about Tampa a few in years 14, before that. Or I said when in 15 with the Astros. Yeah, 15. And with, the, uh, uh, with Tampa in 2008, where I said, like, you know what, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll come back to earth and they should pass their year ahead of schedule. Even and Tampa both, in 2013, yeah. But in both of those, in all those years, they wound up getting to the postseason, um, mm-hmm. like a year or so ahead of schedule. That being said, mm-hmm. I just think there's just too much talent on the Cubs, yeah. and they, they essentially have to make up two games over mm-hmm. a team that's playing way over their head. Uh, I, I those are your words, not mine. I don't want to alienate Wisconsinites. But yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm. I actually would love. To see, I would love to see. This is never that's where what serial I, killers are from, Sully. I can't alienate these people. <laughs> well, trust me, that's a, that, that was Did that just they, make it worse? <laughs> the it, the name of the team went down to Brewers or serial killers. Yeah. And let's face it, Bernie <laughs> Brewer. Bernie Brewer is <laughs> a serial killer. But, the Milwaukee psycho is based off of this state. But um, no, I, I would love to see Milwaukee win. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I know. I know. I, and actually, I would love to see Pittsburgh win because I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Pirates. And, yeah, that's a fun, fun team to watch. And they were, you know, but I, I just think you don't the see it. Cubs. I just think the Cubs are the. I think they just have too much talent. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, and I don't think they're mm-hmm. as good as the Dodgers, and I don't think they're as good as the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank but, you for that. <laughs> but uh, you know, if it comes down to Nats Cubs, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, let's face it, everyone's sick of the Cubs. They win it all the time. Uh, How many years? How many years now? Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's been months since they've won a World Championship. These championship shirts, <laughs> these shirts are piling up. These championship shirts can't can't get rid of them. So now yeah, you're. It's, you're uh, you're with yeah. you're with the Nats. I mean, do you know anyone on the Nats? Are there any former A's on the Nats that you were other than um, Nats? And- I, I'm, I'm sure there are. And now I'm forgetting, and I'm going to sound like an asshole for being like, nope, not a single one. Yeah. But uh, no, 
just me all alone. And we do know the Scherzers. Um, they're, they're a great couple. Erica and Master are a great, great couple. Um, so we know them, and they've been super helpful. Um, and the thing about this world is, is everybody knows everybody else. Everyone's played with them. Everyone's been in college or played on some sort of, like, you know, Team USA or whatever it is. So, like, we it's it's a very, very small world. You know, I think a lot of people think, like, oh, the Cubs players must really hate the Brewers players or, like, you know, yeah, you know Giants that's, players that's, really hate the Dodgers players. And, like, maybe there might be one or two. But, like, it's that's really not the case, it, at least as far as I've experienced. They, they don't – they all know each other. You know, they don't have that deep-set rivalry that a lot of people grow up with, you know. So, uh, you know – it's not like they're rooting for these other teams to win if they're against them, but everyone wants everyone to do well. Yeah. You know, unless it's the guy they're literally facing. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, there's enough people. And so if that's, if if that's the way it is in baseball, the actual athletes, it's the same way with the wives, girlfriends, fiancés, whatever. Um, Everyone knows everybody. Um, So it's a pretty small, small world. Well, Although I will say that I was asking about pet transport, um, how to ship my pet. I was asked, like, they have a group text to all the Nationals' wives and girlfriends. And um, I was asking, I was like, what do you guys do for pet transport? We've got two dogs that need to go from Oakland to D.C. And uh, a couple of them were like, we usually fly private. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, me too. Uh, I, was yeah. Asking for, I was asking for, like, a poor person. Like, what would, like, a poor person do? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Totally, fly private. That's the only way. Oh, yeah. oh, totally worth it. Cross country. Well, but yeah, Sean's <laughs> so a doolittle. Doesn't he have his own plane? He should have his own plane. For his son's lineage, at least. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's you know a little bit of a culture shock because for this, for once, he's he's not a veteran. Yeah. You know, nor is he the highest paid player by any stretch of the imagination. By any, <laughs> no. <laughs> Close though, right? I, here's what I'm dying. Yeah. I, I am dying to find this out, and you don't know the yeah. answer to this yet. But like, I like again, what I know about the A's is yeah. like I've gone to many, many games. You, I've been your guest several times. I've been to many games before and after. Mm-hmm. There has mm-hmm. always been a sense that they are, you know, they are a nickel and dime organization. I mean, Christ's mm-hmm. sake, they made a Brad Pitt movie about that very notion. Um, <laughs> yeah. You and I were at a game, and I pointed out that there was like a a cheap auto loan auto loan yeah. ad in right center field, and I thought, <laughs> I don't think they have that at Wrigley. I don't think they have that at Fenway or at Yankee Stadium. Or no, Dodge they don't have Stadium. payday loan sponsoring Wrigley Field. I don't think. But uh, that was and, like that's one of those things I'm going to miss though about Oakland is that you know it's a good place. I mean, in, in my opinion, anything is going to seem really an experience after having come from Oakland, you know, I know sometimes guys have uh, difficulty with the transition to Oakland if they came from a a different organization or sometimes just like the wives or girlfriends might have a, you know, culture shock, but it it takes a certain type of guy to want to play in Oakland and to be in Oakland. You have to, you know, you have to not care about those peripherals, like, you know, having the ability to get the nicest table at the nicest steakhouse in town. Like you have to be able to know that, you're there to play ball and, you know, it doesn't matter what the surroundings are. This is, you're here to win and there's a fan base behind you, you know, not to sound too corny about it, but, you know, it's those guys that end up having the most success in Oakland, guys who really want to be there and embrace it. You know, that's why Sean loved it for so long. 
Well, I've seen where you guys eat based on the tweets and texts you've sent to me, mm-hmm. and most yeah. of them involve a plastic tray that you have to bring to the table in the middle of the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the <laughs> idea of you holding out for the best seat at a steak joint. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's superstars a lot of, yeah. Use, superstars <laughs> on you sit here while I go to get the to Chinese order, food, yeah. they and you get your tostada, yeah. you know. <laughs> we do eat it. We eat far too often at food courts, just yeah. way too often. Yeah. Yeah. food courts, yeah. Well, look at this is a – I want to know, when we next have our chat, I want to know yeah. what some of the um, amenities and some of the, the perks of the yeah. new Washington Stadium – I remember there was an episode of Cheers where yeah. uh, Norm and Cliffy Don't date got. Yourself. Uh, I look at. I could. I could have been saying it. Milton. <laughs> Milton Berle. There was an episode. An of old Cheers. Sam and Diane. Will they? Won't they? Nice reference, Sully. <laughs> I still don't know if they will. Uh, I, love, I love that show. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, Cliffy and Norm got into some sort of row with Sam, and they mm-hmm. vowed they would go to a different bar other than Cheers. And they went oh, to some yeah. other bar in Boston. And it wasn't the same. It was bizarre it was, but, world. But it was also, they had like all, like so many better televisions. There there yeah. was a better experience. They had better food. and yeah. But they wound, up, they wound up going back to Cheers. Yeah. If you're asking if I wind up back in Oakland, I don't know the answer to that yet. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to get a D, I'm going to get a DC hat. I have, yeah. the Giants aren't in it. Um I Go have for no it. I have no dog in the fight in the National League. Mm-hmm. Of course my Red Sox are still in it. Um mm-hmm. but I don't think they're gonna go okay, I think they I, I don't see them winning independent this year. Uh, and I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm not so greedy. Um but uh, three in the last couple hundred years? Like come on. Yeah, I mean we'll come on. share with everyone. And the city of Washington hasn't yes. Seen a World Series since 1933 when King Kong came out, the original King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> and they haven't won one. Are you about to make a King Kong reference to top that uh, uh, Cheers yeah, reference? Yeah, well, they, they'll introduce Sean by raising the curtain. Sean! Doolittle, the eighth wonder the of the world! piano. She's <laughs> struggling with the chains. Oh, um, God, the manager has the hook out. Oh, God. <laughs> But uh, the, the last time, the only time the city of Washington has ever won a playoff series mm-hmm. was the 1924 World Series. An extra innings, a walk-off hit against the New York Giants. And the, holy, they won holy. game seven. And there's never been a pitcher in a Washington uniform to clinch a postseason series. We talked about this. We talked about no, this. No, I'm just, I'm just stating facts. I'm stating facts. Okay. The, the, mm-hmm. the, that the, uh, the city of Washington, the idea of them winning was so absurd, they created a musical called Damn Yankees where someone had to make a deal <laughs> with the devil. <laughs> they fought World War II just so they could have players in town. I know, I know, and it still you know, that didn't even work. Yeah, so, so we so, talked about this, how superstitious I am, so I hope that I, my hope, uh, sincere hope without you know, jinxing anything is that they do win with a pitcher on the mound, and hopefully that pitcher is Sean. But if it's not, very happy with any result. Was 63 available? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't no, no veteran was holding clinging to number 63, saying, no, that's my special <laughs> number? No, I think some guy. It's 62. No, it's some, some like, uh, I think it was, like, a, he hadn't played there for very long. He had number 62, and so... Oh, um, 62, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he... Um, he very, very, very graciously gave it up. Sean didn't even ask him to. He just volunteered it, which was very, very nice of him. Um, Gott, I think is his name, Trevor Gott, but I'm probably getting that name wrong. So I called Mike Trout, Mark Trout one time on the phone with you. Um, yeah. Just, just to keep him humble. Just to be like, he's, what's he, your name? He's an obscure player. <laughs> um, don't, you don't need to know that name. Yeah. No, but I think it was Trevor Gott. Um, gave him the number. So right now you you're in – the uh, see where the Nats play next. They play in they're playing the team. Yeah, yeah. And Scherzer, really well. Scherzer is uh, yeah, they work out perfectly. Love to show off against old teams, so that'll be fun. Yeah, Scherzer pitching, and mm-hmm. um, and Sean is one for one with saves in Washington. It wasn't a silly save, but it was. Uh, he uh, almost created a silly save of his own. I know, I know, but we will. I'm going to give. I'm trying to be positive here. Yeah, I didn't I say. I didn't say. His, <laughs> I didn't say his National League ERA was nine. You What's know? funny is that morning, all the new beat right, or all the beat writers that he was meeting for the first time were like, "I heard you've never given up." He he doesn't look at his stats at all. They're like, "I heard you've never given up a hit to a lefty this season," and he's like, "Okay, good to know." And they're like, "I heard you've never let the first you know runner on. You've never given up a hit to the first you know guy you face." And the first thing he did is he lost the first runner. And nine times out of ten, that run always you know will score. Um, yeah. Not just with him, but just in general, there's something about walking the first round or walking the first batter where you it just tends to score. Um, and he ended up scoring, and they're like, "I heard you haven't given up a hit to a lefty." Next thing you know, double yeah. Nicole Calhoun. So I uh, guess what you should come up, narr- uh, he's a narrative killer. So that's good because the narrative is that DC can't win a championship. So hopefully he kills that <laughs> narrative well, too. Well, look at uh, I'm gonna be. You know, the minute the Indians eliminate my Red Sox in the division series again. Don't but, say it. Um, uh, yeah, if it's Red Sox Nationals, then yeah, I don't Ooh. know. If you, you and you and I may have to not email. I won't. I won't know about it. I'll be in the fetal position. Just not <laughs> I, I will long have passed away by then. <laughs> well. well yeah. So so young on the verge of getting. I know. So but, died uh, of just crying. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> well, look at I'm going to get a DC hat, not with this bullshit Walgreens stuff. I agree. Um, I hate. I didn't say it. I am not allowed to say that I, anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get my DC hat, and um, come October, uh, you're going to hopefully think you'll I be grew, wearing it. Yeah, you'll, you'll think I grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Yeah, I will say this. <laughs> the old local. I will say this, as I'm spending more time in Southern California and in Northern California, part yeah. of me was holding out hope he'd be traded to the Dodgers. Um, yeah, that was a possibility, too. For the reason that I would say, hey, guys, um, <laughs> you have a spare ticket? You have a spare ticket? Getting tickets at Oakland was never a challenge. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 no. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't really a line out the door most of those times, but yeah. But yeah, the, the Dodger tickets are a little harder to come by, and like you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was looking at the tickets. Well, what was funny is we obviously we pay for the ticket, my tickets when I go, and if he invites people to the game, like family or anything, we pay for those. And 
you know, it's the normal price. And, but in Oakland, it's not, it's negligible. It's like, you know, I think it's like 20 bucks a game per ticket. Um, yeah. I actually bought, they have a, they had a season pass um, that they offered in Oakland earlier this season where um, you sign up and you, um, it's like, it was like $20 or $40 or something. And every game you get a ticket in your email and it's just arbitrarily assigned the day of the game, whatever's empty. And so I bought it cause it was cheaper than just buying my own ticket every day in the family section. Um, but I was looking at looking at the tickets in D.C. and how much we would pay for my seats, and I was like, oh, God, that's like four times as much. Yeah. It's so expensive. <laughs> Welcome but to Washington. Anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so at any rate, it'll be it'll be really fun and exciting. I'm, I'm anxious to get there next week. Well, um, look, at, I'm you know I'm rooting for you. I would have loved Thank to have seen... I would have loved to have seen a, a an A's championship. Um, I think that would have been great. But you yeah. know what? I, I'm going to be rooting hard for a Nationals championship. And uh, yeah. And I and I think a lot of people. I know I know a ton of people who are big Oakland A's fans, including Anna the Goat Farmer in Wisconsin, and you Lucky know, friend, that, yeah. yeah, Wes Hoffman, and a lot of buddies of mine who are are the the great Dr. Dolph Pfefferbaum. Who uh, my <laughs> mom? My my mom's great colleague, who is still mad that John Lester never threw over in the division in the so wild card from a game. So you come long line of great That's good. Yeah, well, you know, I know Irish. I know a ton of mm-hmm. ton of A's fans. I've got grudges older than myself. I, yeah. I, I get it. I know how that goes. Yeah, but they all loved you. Chris. Everyone loved I, you. Yeah, that's, it was very, very – I couldn't help but cry every time I saw those nice messages from people in Oakland. It was, that made it all the harder. So, yeah. All right. And, and I think the biggest adjustment you have to make is the race is no longer between the gigantic head of Raleigh Fingers, uh-huh. Ricky Henderson, and Dennis Eckersley, but of the president. <laughs> I did think about that. Of course you did. Of course. Of course I'm like, how am I gonna how am I gonna keep them straight? Oh, because they're actual historical figures. Okay, okay, got yeah. it, got it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they picked them. John Tyler, Miller Fillmore, and Zachary no, no, Taylor. No. It's like no. <laughs> William Henry Harrison. He yeah. died in thirty days, didn't he? Yes, because he didn't wear his overcoat. <laughs> that and is won, a miss. And he wanted to show off that he wasn't That's a country bumpkin. No, he wanted to show off he wasn't a country bumpkin. Which he was portrayed he was as, but he to was, the sun, didn't he? Well, he gave the longest inaugural address in history in the rain, and he mm-hmm. caught pneumonia and died. <laughs> Hopefully, our our time in Washington goes a little bit better than his. Wear an overcoat. Wear a scarf. Long story short. <laughs> when, when it's cold, wear an overcoat. Learn from William Henry Harrison. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, I knew I knew this would end with a William Henry Harrison reference. So it always ends. It always comes back, doesn't it? If I had a nickel. <laughs> um, all right, Aaron Dolan. <laughs> you now of uh, the Washington Nationals. The Washington soon Nationals. To be the, soon to be the NL East champion, Washington Nationals, and we see where, where they can go from there. Um, someone in South Pasadena will be cheering very loudly for them. I can't wait. And if you do play the Dodgers in the NLCS, see if you can give me a ticket. See if you can serve. Okay. <laughs> Come on, if it's Dodgers Nats, to serve, to, 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 to a little, just a little, just you're, you're on a short list, all sake. right. Just a little NLCS. Oh my God. That's not the worst. <laughs> a little, throw your way, of course. Right. 
All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. hey, thanks. Thanks for the chat, and I'm good of luck course. with your avocados. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll figure something out, I'm sure. <laughs> we cope. That's what we do. All right. Go now. <laughs> thanks, man. Well, thanks, Aaron Dolan. That was fun. We got in a Werner Herzog and Muppets Take Manhattan reference like you do. I'm going to be rooting hard for the Nationals just because, you know, Sean's a really good guy. Aaron's a really good person. And those avocados sound delicious. And maybe just, oh, I won't jinx anything. But, yeah, I'm going to be rooting for the Nationals hard. But I'm going to get those, the D.C. hat. Do you know why? It's cooler than the Washington one with a cursive W. Uh, I'm not going to do a team that should have won because I don't have one prepared. I'm starting to run out of one, and I can't figure out which Cardinals team I want to do. I can't figure out. I'm really narrowing it down to three, and I can't quite figure it out. So maybe you can help your pal Sully on that. If you're a Cardinal fan, you tell me which is the Cardinal year that they should have won. Uh, go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Thanks again, Aaron Dolan. This has been Sully Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. <laughs>